Hi, and welcome back to the Call to Both podcast. I am super excited that you're here today. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and today I want to share with you some of the mindset shifts, kind of like perspective shifts that have served me in this journey of pursuing motherhood and growing my family while also being an entrepreneur and not scaling back on my dreams. And my hope here is that this would encourage you as well and that it would serve you too the way that it has served me. So I have three things that I want to share with you today. But before I jump into all that, go ahead and hit subscribe wherever you're listening so that you don't miss out on any future episodes and so that we can keep hanging out here each and every week together. Okay, so here are the things that I want to tell you today as it pertains to being called to both, what this looks like um, as an ambitious achiever that you are, which by the way, you are an ambitious achiever. You're someone listening to a podcast, trying to learn how to do both of these things that you care about so deeply in your life just a little bit better. And that that makes you very ambitious. So you may feel some pressure to to pull, like pulling you between these two worlds, between stewarding your family well and pursuing a career. But I really believe that there's room for both of these things, obviously, because I created a podcast about it. But even more so, I will go even as far as to say, I think the notion that we can't do these things beautifully in our lives in, in varying degrees really minimizes who we are as women and what we're capable of. So before I get into my main three, I think it goes without saying you are capable and incredible and powerful, and you're going to hear that again and again here on Called to Both. So let me share a little bit about my journey of being called to both and what that has looked like and some mindset shifts that have really helped me. So I started my business five years before actually having kids. And if I were to look at my days before having babies and just like how I spent my time and the things that I did, you... Well, first of all, I would probably cry out of like, wow, she got a lot of sleep and I had space for creative dreaming. But you'd probably also laugh at just the level of flexibility that I had. And I think if you did the same in your life, you would have similar feelings looking at how you spent your time. So after having kids, I learned pretty quickly that my business and my life were not and should not look the same. And I had to shift more than just my schedule around. I had to shift my mind and my expectations. And I had to learn to conduct my business and grow my business in part-time hours with a whole lot uh, less of doing it whenever I felt like it, which I definitely did before having kids. And I just had to learn how to balance all of that. So I learned that I needed to shift my mindset around doing more or having more time and what it was going to look like to run a business. So here are a few of the mindset shifts and the core ideas that I want to share with you. So the first is I want to encourage you to embrace the timeline and the pace of your business and the journey that you're on right now. So for me, it really helps to keep in mind when I'm looking at one area of my life, like for example, my business, and maybe I'm a little frustrated at the pace that it's growing at or um, the the revenue or the numbers or any of the stuff that we look at from time to time in our business. And I have to remind myself that I'm also raising children. And so I'm building and growing these two things simultaneously. And so keeping in mind that my perspective 
needs to be that my time and attention is being split between these two worlds. And so, you know, to not compare myself to my past self or to other moms or to other business owners is absolutely crucial to my contentment and being in my own lane and being at peace with the growth and the pace that I'm in right now. And I know that it's going to be the same for you. So I can tend to lean all or nothing. This is pretty hard for me. So I know I used to grow a lot faster and I could dive into an idea that I had in my business really fast. If I got a, a blog post idea or a video idea, I could just jump in my office and whip out my computer and dive right in when the creativity strikes, right? But now I have to remind myself that slow growth and pacing myself a little bit can sometimes be the best thing and the longest lasting thing that I can do for myself and my business. So you may be in a season where the pace of your growth can be frustrating. So I want you to be kind to yourself and remind yourself that you're doing both of these things and that your pace is really truly your own. And when you look at it that way, I think your mind is so much less distracted with what she's doing over there or what things used to be like or any of those thoughts that really don't serve you. And instead, you're able to focus on what you do have and what is in front of you and where you're going and, and really move towards that with the pace that makes sense for you. So the second thing is that you are the golden goose. Yes, I said the golden goose. I don't know if you've ever heard the story of the golden goose, but there are many variations of it. And the one that really resonated with me the most was one that I heard very early in my motherhood journey. I think I just had Clara at the time and I had heard this story about the golden goose. Okay, so the story essentially goes like this. The man, uh, there was a man in the story and he has a goose and this goose starts laying golden eggs. And every day it would lay a golden egg and it started making him really rich. But he got a little greedy and thought, you know, if I could just get all the eggs at once instead of just one a day, I could get rich faster and I could be done with this waiting game. So he went in, cut the goose open to get all the eggs and found nothing but goose guts inside. There was no gold. And he realized that he had killed the source of his wealth And I think the lesson in this is that you are the golden goose and you can profit and, you know, ride on like your skills and your talent for a certain amount of time. But if you kill the source of your creativity and your energy, you're going to struggle to continue to pull from that source, right? So if you do not take care of yourself, if you are pouring from an empty cup, if you are cheating uh, sleep and your schedule and hoping to still leave with you know, the best ideas that you've had, you're going to eventually come up dry, right? I've learned this really quickly as a content creator in my business that there's a lot of things that I have to do that require my energy and for me to, to be creatively present. And I can hire out all the help in the world and have team members helping to do all these different things in my business. But if I don't have the energy to hit record on a YouTube video or a podcast episode like this or show up for my students, then everything else kind of comes to a halt at a certain point, right? And I'm guessing it's the same in, in your life and in your business too. If you burn out, the creative ideas kind of start burning out too. And the excitement that you once had and the drive that you once felt are sort of burning out as well. So they can start to feel really, really distant. And so 
seeing yourself as the golden goose in your life and as almost a source of all the best things is so crucial. So seeing yourself as, you know, if you are full of creative ideas and you are feeling great and you've protected that golden goose, you can give the best of yourself to your family and to your children and to your business. And when you don't do that, you start noticing it. You start noticing it in all aspects of your life, right? Then our family is kind of getting the worst of us and our clients might even be getting the worst of us. So I'm going to give you three really practical ways to protect the golden goose, which is you. And uh, this could really be its own episode, but I'm just, I want to give you some really easy and practical ways to start thinking about this in your own life. So the first is give yourself the gift of margin and self-care before it's reactive emergency self-care. I think we all know the emergency kind where you have just a splitting headache and you can't remember the last time you drank a glass of water and you're not really eating real meals. You're kind of just taking care of everybody else and your clients and your kids and your family. And then you go ahead and start trying to take care of yourself, but it's almost this, it's it's too late at that point for it to be truly self-care. At that point, it's it's an emergency situation almost. And so I think thinking of it this way and making sure that all the self-care is not emergency self-care is an important caveat. So a couple of months ago, I realized that if I wasn't working, I was with my kids. And if I wasn't with my kids, I was working. And I almost never had time to just be me. And I really think even, you know, being out with friends doesn't exactly serve what I'm talking about here. So, you know, I think being by yourself without a child, without a friend, without socializing and just being you is a absolutely necessary piece of your schedule. That's something that should be scheduled in. So I started reading a book called The Artist's Way at the same time that this was happening. And inside the book, there's this exercise you're supposed to do called a uh, a weekly artist date and you're supposed to take yourself you're the artist on a date and this has been kind of life-changing for me and at first was really hard for me to do I felt super uncomfortable doing it and but now I'm really grateful that I gave myself the time to pour into myself as a creative person and last week my most recent artist date I took myself to the movies by myself actually for the first time ever and I was actually very surprised how much fun I had I guess I should say and I'm now thinking that this is going to be something that I do regularly so pouring from an empty cup is just not possible so starting to see yourself as not this limitless give 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 machine and seeing your energy and your creativity as something that is finite and that needs to be protected and replenished is super, super important. I saw a quote on Instagram and I'm going to read it to you here. It's by Eleanor Brown. And um, she says, when you take the time to replenish your spirit, it allows you to serve others from the overflow. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. So very much in line with everything that we've been saying here. So the second way that you can protect the golden goose is to practice saying no. Another part of building margin into your life is honestly, it's probably the most important part is your schedule. And I think that's the fastest way to get control of your schedule is by saying 
no. And the fastest way to lose control of your schedule is by saying yes to too many things. So as much as I wish that I could say yes to every request that comes my way, every invitation, um, you know, birthday party, going out to coffee, yes to this interview or even yes to helping a friend, you know, go inside their podcast or go into a Facebook group and, and talk for them. It just, I physically can't. And so I want you this week to really be thinking, what can I say no to? What could I say I'd love to, but I can't and my schedule cannot allow it? And how can you give yourself more margin in that way? And then the last way to protect the golden goose is to take a walk. That's it. Just take a walk. Take a 10 minute walk and be alone with your thoughts. Maybe you listen to a little bit of music, but trying to take some time where you're not consuming an audiobook or a podcast or catching up on it something, trying to do two things at once, right? I think uh, we as entrepreneurs and moms are constantly trying to multitask and get ahead and, and get rid of some of that feeling of constantly being a little bit behind. And I know I'm so guilty of this. And so this is something that I've tried to do is just take a walk, a brief walk by myself where I'm not taking in any new information um, in the form of like an audiobook or the things that I've listed, but rather just give myself a chance to process and really just be with my thoughts. And that has made a big difference for me in my energy levels, but also in just my mental clutter. Okay, so let's go back to our reminders. That is all I have for you on protecting the golden goose. I hope that that was an interesting one for you. If this is the first time that you've heard the golden goose analogy or that you are now going to call yourself the golden goose that needs to be protected, take a screenshot here. Tag me on Instagram. I can't wait to hear what your all's take is on this because this has really changed the way that I view myself in my life and my business. Okay, so the last reminder, the mental shift that I made a huge difference in my mind, but also I think it's going to make a big difference for you as well, is to turn down the volume on the shoulds and instead focus on the coulds. So you get to decide how this all looks, right? Like there is no correct answer for what your motherhood and what your business should look like. So instead of saying, I should be able to do this on my own, or I should be able to do this without more childcare, or fill in the blank, right? Ask yourself instead, what could this look like if it were simple? Or what could this look like if it were easy? And this also means turning down the volume on the naysayers in your life. So anybody that keeps coming in and poking holes at your vision or thinks, you know, they're constantly saying little things that cause you to believe that you cannot do both of these things in your life, your motherhood and your business, and you can't do them well, right? And I will also say, like, if you have someone that comes to mind or maybe you're thinking, no, I only have, you know, very supportive people. I'm blessed in that way. I want to say to you, the naysayer might even be you. So the naysayer in your life could just be that pesky thought that keeps popping up and telling you, you know, you're too far behind. You'll never catch up. And I want you to push back on that thought. So in John Acuff's book, Soundtracks, he talks about how we are so unkind to ourselves in our thoughts. And most of the time, these thoughts are not only untrue, but they are unhelpful. And it's one of my favorite books because he talks about replacing these thoughts or these soundtracks with new ones. 
And one of my favorite replacements is um, kind of to push back against you're, you're too far behind or you'll never catch up. And instead, I like to tell myself, you know, I may not have the time that I used to, but I can do meaningful things in small amounts of time. I also like to say the right actions in my business will yield the results, not the amount of time spent. And so constantly trying to reframe your mindset and push back on that naysayer, which might be you, is a really incredible practice. So I'll link his book in the show notes, but incredible listen. He reads his own book for the audiobook, um, and it's actually one of the funniest books when you listen to him. He's just, he's really funny. So I highly recommend that book. The other way that you can turn down the volume on the naysayers is in who you follow online. And I think this is most obvious in our social media, right? If you are scrolling through your feeds and you're just feeling drained and worse off than before you started scrolling, don't be afraid to unfollow or hide anybody who causes you to feel that way. And I'm going to say something I've never actually shared online. I have some of my friends hidden. You might be thinking, why would you have your friends hidden? And that's because If I'm seeing posts that I am not intentionally looking for and they are distracting me from my own vision or my own mission or they're pulling me off track from my own goals, that's not serving me. So no, you don't need to get rid of those friends. This isn't one of those, you know, get rid of all these people in your life and only surround yourself with X, Y, and Z. It's more so just protecting your mental energy, protecting your, the way that you feel when your your energy just dips right after you've been on social media, start digging into that a little bit and see if you could curate your social media to serve you a little bit more. I know we can always spend a little less time scrolling, so it might also be that, but unfollow and hide anybody that causes you to have those kinds of feelings. So all of the show notes for today's episode and the books mentioned and any resources that I mentioned can be found at my blog at joinmichelle.co slash one. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you left me a review. Reviews help support the show and make it more likely that more people will find and discover these episodes and all of this content as well. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.